Hello and welcome to another ISIS Energy podcast. This week we're going to be looking at the gas markets of Romania where there have been a couple of interesting developments in the recent weeks. My name's Tom Marzik Manta and I'm sitting here with Aura Sabadus, our Southern European and Turkish gas market specialist. Hi Aura. Hello Tom. So can you give me a rundown briefly of, of what's happened uh, in the last fortnight in Romania? Certainly. Um, the last few days have been the uh, culmination of preparations for um, the expiry of two key contracts on the Western Line. This is the pipeline that transits Russian gas, obviously from Russia down to Southern Europe and to Turkey via Romania and Bulgaria. And these two contracts um, refer to the interconnection point between Romania and Bulgaria and Romania and Ukraine. Right. And this week, as I said, we saw the culmination of this um, expiry and the organization of the launch of um, capacity auctions on the Romanian-Bulgarian interconnection point. Uh, we're going to see another uh, round of auctions on Thursday, the 8th of September. And next week there will be two more auctions for quarterly capacity on the same interconnection point, Romania and Bulgaria. And then uh, also last week, at the end of last week, the Romanian government announced the introduction, the launch of an emergency amendment to Romania's electricity and gas law, mm -hmm. which in essence lifts or proposes to lift the ban on the export of gas and a trade obligation, uh, meaning that um, Romanian companies will be will be required to trade forty percent of their volumes on the exchange from next year. That's quite a lot. Okay, two really interesting um, developments there. Just maybe looking at the first to begin with. My understanding is that the auctions are taking place on the RBP platform. Um, what results do we know already, if any? Uh, yes, on Monday we had the first round of auction. As I said, this was an auction for annual capacity, firm annual capacity. Um, the Romanian transmission system operator offered 170, 169.8 to be more precise, gigawatt hours per day per year of capacity at this interconnection point. Stop, for the full year starting October, right? On, on the 1st of October, right. indeed, the, first, uh, the, the gas year. Um, and of, of this, um, around about 80, 80 gigawatt hours per day per year were allocated to three companies. Okay, okay, and we don't know who those are? N nothing has been made officially public. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, I'm sure there are certain uh, incumbents in, in the region that have probably uh, uh, been quite interested in that, but until they make a public statement, I guess we, we just can't know for sure. Of course, of course, but um, I would say that the change itself is quite interesting because okay. obviously the pipeline has been controlled by Gazprom for 30 years. Mm -hmm. um, so for the first time ever, uh, we see other companies, even if it's, let's say, even if um, the, the, the companies that have received capacity, uh, uh, let's say, Bulgar Gas or um, the Romanian subsidiary of Gazprom or maybe another um, Romanian trader, uh, the interesting, it is interesting in itself because these companies will now have to play by different rules, mm. right? Yeah. Uh, these are the European rules that came in force last year. We were talking here the capacity allocation mechanism, the network codes. So uh, we see a change in practice which is badly needed in Eastern Europe. And do you think, so some shippers have got this capacity, more more could get more capacity as that becomes available in the next uh, week or so. 
with the new legislation in place that enforces trade, do you think the combination of the two is actually going to ignite trade, in, maybe not on the way that we see in the TTF in the Netherlands, but certainly say of an Austrian or Czech uh, uh, of, scale? Of, of course, I, I am quite optimistic about it, even though there are many critics um, in Romania who say that the government has tried in the past to lift that ban um, and to encourage the export of gas to um, neighbouring countries as well as introdu introduce this trading requirement. But at the moment Romania is under uh, pressure from the European Union to do so and in fact the European Commission has threatened to uh, start procedures against, um, so legal procedures against Romania if um, Romania does not comply with these requirements mm. in due course. Uh, so we see a lot of pressure from the European Commission and I think this time we might we might actually uh, begin to see some kind of trading and um, opening of the market. Um, it's it's an early stage and don't forget that this uh, this region has been um, quite insecure from a from from a from an energy point of view um, but I think the changes that are now happening will transform the markets and we're gradually going to see more liquidity and more trading happening here okay okay um, I guess one final point or question from my side Romania is unusual in in a in a central and southern European context in that it has a lot of domestic production. It, indeed, I guess yes. I guess we kind of need the key producers to be on side for all this to happen at work as well. Of course, of course, Romania is as you say, you correctly say, Romania is unusual for Eastern Europe because Romania has some some reserves. It's not they're not huge. Let's not exaggerate. Uh, but um, because Romanian demand has been decreasing while production is increasing and we're going to see even more, for example, the domino field in mm. the Black Sea, yeah. um, I believe has, um, a, 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 we're talking here, reserves in terms of 85, 86 billion cubic metres. So about five, six times higher than Romania's annual consumption. Mm -hmm. Romania is in a position to start exporting. And in the future, we're probably we're going to see more gas coming probably from um, Greece. If Greece expands its uh, LNG capacity, maybe even Turkey, if Turkey decides to expand uh, and bring in new FSRUs, floating storage and regasification units. Um, so it, there is a lot of potential. The, I think the problem is not so much the lack of volumes uh, or the lack of infrastructure. The, the problem and the biggest problem that has afflicted this region has been the lack of political coordination. Mm -hmm. So hopefully now we've got something uh, working in that direction. I do hope so, yes. Yeah. And then yes. it's good to see the ministry and the, and the, the powers that be uh, are, are pushing for some sort of change. Yes. Right. I think that's all we've got time for, Aura. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Uh, join us again next week for more uh, gas and electricity market updates from uh, ISIS Energy. Thank you.